And welcome to the show with your host, who's officially killing Christmas, Faves. Coming up on today's show, I will be talking about why I am not standing for things today, why I have two rinses of the week, and why my throwback reminds me of when I was chasing the cool. So, enough talking, let's get on with the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the show by Faves. Yes, uh, once again, I'm going to be a little bit delayed, and that is due to the Christmas period, because where I work, the Christmas period is a killer. So because of that, I'm a little bit delayed, because I've been ridiculously tired. And um, so, yeah, so today, today's episode is going to be a little later. It's going to be midweek. And then next week's episode is going to be a little bit more rushed as well, because I definitely want to get it out before Christmas Day. So hopefully... If I get my timing right and, you know, don't procrastinate and actually get my shit together, hopefully everything can be done and out for you guys on time. Yeah. So, um, once again, uh, I don't have any news, but I do have people uh, saying that they have listened to the podcast and have been able to download it on their Android phone. So that's great. So if you are on Android and you go to thebyfaves.com, you can download it and listen to it. Sadly, it does not work on Apple. But, yeah, that's just the way it works. But if you're on Apple, you can get this through Apple Podcasts. So I just want to make that clear that if you are listening on my website and you're listening through your phone, you can download them to your Android phone and play them directly through your music player and you don't have to sit on my website. So, once again, that's that. Uh, Also, um, hopefully I will be back on Spotify by the end of the series. So, hopefully, if you're on Spotify, you can listen to everything from there. And... um, yeah, the last announcement that I've really got to make is is oh, uh, I also have had more feedback about my alone episode from more of the friends who have listened to it and the people who have listened but did not give me my feedback. And once again, that is more positiveness about that episode and me being honest. So for me, that I take that as a very good win, and I want to say thank you to all that listened to that episode. So if you stuck with me till now we've only got one more episode until our series finale and then we will take a nice little break and then we'll be back so yeah all right so let's get on with what we're going to talk today okay so today is a little different than what i had planned uh i switched things about um like i said i've planned out my episodes and the episode that i was meant to record today i've kind of switched to next week because i think it's got more significance and it's kind of a nice way to kind of end the series because it kind of sums up a bit about what I've been going through this year which isn't um depression or whatever so it's nothing that sad it's it's a bit serious but not so serious at the same time and also it gives me more time to make sure that because it's kind of a cumulative thing of a couple posts that I've done throughout the year so I kind of want to make sure that everything is like nice and tight so then I can promote that all across the website so that's why we've kind of had a switch and of course this means nothing to you because you don't actually have you know access to my notebooks or any of my notes so I don't know why I'm telling you but I feel like you know you guys 
deserve an explanation about what's going on today. So, so today's episode is basically going to be me getting a little bit political. And, um, yeah, that's interesting for me because I've never really considered myself to be very political or stand up for anything until a friend of mine pointed out to me that, you know, I kind of do point out and, sorry, stand out for a couple things and I do those without even realising it. So that's why, um, I kind of picked, uh, this episode uh, to do this week because you know if you live in the UK or whenever you listen to this or if you're listening outside you know that the UK um, kind of government and politics is going to shit so yeah I think you know I'm not really commenting on that because I don't want to because I have very strong opinions about that and that's not what we're here for we're here to discuss what I think and what I feel about certain situations but yes what I'm going to be discussing today is actually going to be quite political and it's quite a shock to me because I never really thought about it so after we listen to our lovely opening theme of BTS screaming out not today I want you guys to listen to that full song look up its translation because it actually is kind of like a, a fight song and um yeah stand with me and say not today and I'll explain to you in a moment why that is Today's episode is about not today, and like I said, it's a little bit political, and it's a little bit kind of like, um, what do you stand for as a person? And for me, I wanted to do this episode because I think it kind of opens up this idea about myself that a lot of people probably wouldn't know about me, just off the cuff from listening to my voice and going through my website, is that yes, I stand for a lot of things like no slut shaming no naming and shaming and you know owning whatever and then you know there's some bigger aspects of my personality that a lot of people don't realize and sometimes I don't even realize about myself that kind of sticks out to the outside world but that's a very kind of visual kind of thing and this is why I kind of want to talk about it because it's something that I do and have done for several years now and I don't realize that I'm doing it anymore so um I'm trying to think of a place where I can start. Um, so basically, um, yeah, let's start from the beginning. Well, not really the beginning. Let's start from a very kind of like well-known fact about me. If you are a friend of mine and know me very well or just know me in general, you will know that everything that I either own or like is multicolored. And usually that color is the rainbow. And... Um, I use that because I I like things to be colourful and because I just like things to be bright and, you know, always jewellery. And, you know, as Calvin Harris says, you've got to put some colour in there. And that's what I do. And that's why I don't tend to wear a lot of black. I have very minimum black clothing in my wardrobe. If you actually look through my wardrobe, I have pretty much every single colour that exists in there. But my black is very, very low. And I do that deliberately because I like to, you know, bring the colors out but also other than that it's something that i didn't really notice until very very recently is that you know i like to generally wear the rainbow because it's you know a flag of lgbt and i know there's other letters that there should be into but you know when i say lgbt i just want you to all to know that i feel inclusive of that whole term so you know whatever that means to you of that whole community because i know there's intersex and other things that I'm forgetting because I do not remember what the full term is so I just sell LGBT and I use that as a blanket term 
And, you know, that's one of the things that I realized about myself uh, earlier this year is that I wear that flag with pride every single day. And I do that in very weird ways. Well, not weird ways. I do that in very different ways, should be more accurate. So, as I said, a lot of my clothes is multicolored. And um, I, from this pride, I've been wearing for a while a rainbow colored kind of uh band you know like one of the rubber bands that you can just put around in around your wrist and um yeah that's kind of been my way of kind of like indicating people that you know this is me i'm part of the lgbt community and you know just a nice little signifier to other lgbt people in you know the world or when i'm traveling or where i'm going across you know wherever that you know i wear it and if someone sees it and they're just like that guy's wearing a rainbow he's he, he is he and it's just like yes i am because sometimes i've just seen people look at me and then i give them a nod and they give me the nod back it's kind of like the black nod thing but it's kind of a more of like you know proud proud lgbt man because you know no one will know what i am but they'll probably assume because everyone assumes and that's what i'm gonna talk about today um but yeah that's what i do and earlier this year due to pride as well um i like collecting shopping bags because i like to shop i shop all the time and um here in the uk you have to pay five pence a bag or is it 10 pence now i don't know because i don't buy them anymore but yeah because of that i generally buy a lot of tote bags and shopping bags and earlier this year i went to a shop and they had the rainbow bag in the rainbow colors and i have four of them i think three or four of them something like that and you know when i put my stuff in shopping those bag i wear those bags with pride and um go around town with pride and i even actually um use these bags when i went to south korea and um did get a little looks because you know it's not really an out country and um yeah that kind of thing empowers me to be like yeah i'm you know i'm okay with who i am and it kind of brings me to my point about what it is that i do these things and i do these things because i don't really think about it and it's one of the things where I realize is that, you know, I am taking kind of a political stance without me actually saying anything and doing anything that I wouldn't necessarily consider to be outrageous. And it's just basically me just, you know, walking around town showing that I am part of this community and I do so not because I want to be noticed. I just do so because, you know, it's who I am and a lot of the time I don't really think about it until after I've done it and it's just like oh yeah I shouldn't really do that in these kind of areas but I do it anyway and um yeah and that's where I kind of you know when I was talking to this friend I was just like well I don't even realize that I do stuff like that and for me I'm perfectly okay with that because that's who I am and I'm actually standing for something you know I'm making you know lgbt people a little bit more aware and also by doing so because i am a man of color it also kind of illuminates that you know there are men of color who are out and proud and go around every single day societies who do not have the traditional kind of like showing qualities that people would assume that gay people have 
sure I might do one or two things that might be considered, you know, gay or whatever, but I don't necessarily do that every single day. And sometimes just on the street, people will walk past me and not automatically assume. Whereas now, if I'm carrying a rainbow colored bag or got my one of my pride t-shirts on, because I actually realized I have like two pride t-shirts no is it no free pride t-shirts that you know that just say proud and has the rainbow on it and you know those kind of indicators give it away to certain people right away it's just like they get it whatever and that's what i kind of realized it's just like i kind of i i stand for gay rights and i stand for it because you know it affects me and like i say i stand for it in a very weird way that sometimes not realize i'm not even doing it and that's kind of cool because you know sometimes you can realize that you know that you're for something and not do anything about it and then sometimes you can realize that you actually stand for something and realize that you're not even doing something about it and as a lot of gay people know it's just that you know just by having the lgbt flag on you or flying near you it's kind of like it's already a symbol so that's why when uh pride happened earlier this year i was just like yeah i Every single day, I'm going to go in in one of my different pride um, things and um, show everyone at work that I am proud and I can be proud every single day. And and that's kind of where my whole stance comes from that is that um, a lot of people I know who go to pride and they go to pride for kind of somewhat wrong reasons. It's like they just want to go and get drunk with friends or something similar to that and for me that's okay because i'm not going to judge anybody because you know that's what people are going to do but what annoys me is that a lot of people do these kind of things they go to pride they have all these all this quote-unquote pride and it's just like you're not out to your family and you're not out to certain people at your job and stuff like that and i know there's different reasons behind that but you know sometimes you know i ask people why do you not haven't or what haven't you told them and it's just like I don't know and it's just like well you should really have pride in who you are and you know be okay to hope that people accept you and you know I can understand that some people find that difficult and I know that you know some people would think oh why am I being kind of an asshole about it I'm not trying to be but it's just like come on we're, we're adults now we should be able to be like you know by the way mum I'm not going to be bringing home any girls anytime soon. Or, you know, just generally just like mum and dad. You probably might know, I might not know. Okay. But yeah, but my, my, my point is, is that a lot of people can go to Pride and be proud for that one day. And then after that, they go back to being whatever they were before. And when I think about that in terms of like, a quote is just like, I just remember in Career Folk, the American version, where Brian Kenny just goes, I can't wait for Pride to be over so we all can go back to being ashamed of ourselves. And I stand by that kind of, in a very kind of weird way, is that some people was just like, yeah, for a week or a weekend or for just the summer, I'm okay for being gay and proud. And I know that some people, you know, do that. And whereas I don't necessarily do the traditional Pride things, but I have a pride in myself every single day about who I am and I show a visibility in that by wearing the rainbow or just being open and honest about who I am 
and you know i've never really like shied away from it um because i don't so if i'm ever asked a direct question it's just like oh so yeah do you have a girlfriend i i always just say no i don't but um i wouldn't have one anyway and a lot of people get it from that context or you know sometimes it can be different but you know i don't necessarily hide it or announce it it's sometimes it can be kind of obvious from what I've learned from people that have known me in the last year that some people kind of didn't know or they didn't get it and it's just like okay great whatever but you know if you ask me direct questions instead of you know speculating I will be honest with you and be like yeah no I don't like that so okay so that was pretty much my 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 kind of explanation to why I kind of want to talk about this and um, my next point is that you know I've realized that in my lifetime i actually have been quite political without even realizing it and it kind of fits into the lgbt thing so about no i was about to say about 10 years ago that's not even a little bit correct this was about jesus christ about 13 years ago now yeah 17 18 yeah so about 13 years ago that is accurate um i ran for student council at my college and i ran for lgbt officer and i did that without really thinking because at the time no this was 12 years ago because i came out when i was 18 so yes it's 12 years ago shit sorry um yeah so yeah so about so 12 years ago i ran for lgbt officer and i did that because i recently just came out and i realized that it was a position and i was just like okay so if this is a position what can i do about it and it turns out the position was pretty much just like making sure that there's LGBT awareness, that the college is a safe zone, that everyone has the right to feel who they are and all that other stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I kind of want to want to want to stand for that. And I did. And I remember when we had to give our speeches and I know one friend in particular, if she actually listens to this, she'd be like, I remember that I was there where I literally just you know talked for about two minutes and then everyone just looked at me confused like why is he running and then I just said yeah I am and then I got an amazing round of applause and then everyone at my college knew and I was just like great cool I stood up for it and I got it and apparently I literally got a hundred percent of the vote and I was just like wow that was interesting even though there was only I think it was only me and two me and one other person running Mr. KK yeah and um yeah, I got 100% of the vote because, you know, I was just honest with people. And that was very empowering for me and kind of, you know, pushed me forward into this kind of, you know, stands up for gay rights kind of person. And that's when I realized when I look back on that, it's just like, you know, I, I really was and really do stand for gay rights. And I don't necessarily do it as much as I did back then because back then I didn't have so many problems. But now I'm just like, yeah, uh, once upon a time, I would have you know stood up for gay rights at my college and been like yeah we we are not going to do this you can't do this or you know we need to make sure that you know there's equality for all kinds of students and it's one of the things where I just realized yeah I'm actually I actually do give a shit about what goes on uh around my kind of people and you know it's weird to me that sometimes that I put the gay thing over the color thing and some people might 
not like that or disagree with me. It's just like, no, they should be the same. Or one, your colour should be more important than your sexuality. And it's just like, maybe you're right, maybe they shouldn't be. But at that time, me and probably now, I think I care more about my sexuality equality than my colour equality because I think, well, personally, I don't really feel persecuted more because of my colour because of modern society and because of the country that I live in that I rarely, rarely ever face racism in a very kind of non you know, jokey kind of way uh, but I definitely feel more kind of like persecution about, you know, my sexuality and that's why probably why I stand up more for it because, you know, people still throw around terms like faggot and that's gay and stuff like that and that's not okay in every single situation and some would argue it's not okay at all so for me you know that's why i probably much stand for that more than anything else but um when i think back to college is that after that year i remember that i was then promoted to student union president and i was in charge of the whole college's student body and that was that was something um I don't really remember it that well. All I remember that we had a nice little insurrection. If you don't know what that means, Google it. And um, then the student union kind of disbanded after that. But I do remember that, you know, it was a very kind of important job because I, you know, was now no longer just in charge of the lgbt students i was in charge of the whole student body and um, that was a very interesting take because i was constantly getting um letters and you know memos from like various people around the college and just like we want to do this for the students you have to bring this to this students and then i have to get the voice from the students and that was interesting for me and I very much did enjoy it because it kind of meant that, you know, I was speaking on behalf of the students and making sure that they got what they wanted. But sadly, you know, I couldn't get them the McDonald's that they wanted built on campus or the coffee shop that they wanted or something like that. I don't remember. It's so many, like, really out there kind of things that people wanted. But, you know, it was nice why it lasted and until it went away. But, um, yeah, so that's why I kind of realised that, you know, I do stand for a lot of things, um, or I did, because now I don't really think I stand for much. But, you know, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit. Uh, another thing that I realised that I, I do stand for, and you probably would know this if you listened to the previous episodes, is that I pretty much... The one thing that I will probably be for the rest of my life besides being me is that I will be a beacon for mental health and if this podcast or if my website or whatever I do does well I will never ever shine away from telling people about my mental health issues because I think and I know that you know that we are in a place that we're talking about it a bit more but you know there are still a lot of people who are ashamed about disclosing their mental health status because they feel 
worried about being judged or something of the similar and I'm not that kind of person and I earlier this year when I was you know dating people um I was very kind of open and honest about you know some of my mental health issues whether it's the OCD whether it's just the general depression or sometimes my anxiety anxiety about meeting new people and trying to interact with people and stuff like that and you know I found it to be very receptive and you know I never really had any kind of negative kind of feedback about that because you know everyone's kind of either knew or know someone about it and that's why I always say that you know if we actually talked about it a bit more and you know had more people on our internet and on our tv programs or just had general people in whatever even in modern literature just talk about it a bit more and just make it more aware that you know it's more common than we actually think and instead of just being like you know this doesn't happen let's just sweep it under the rug and that's why i feel that you know if you ever go through this podcast or go through any of my um writing or any of my posts on my website and you feel that I'm mentioning mental health too much know that that's there for a purpose to make sure that you know people kind of get this idea that I do have mental health problems and it's not something I shy away from or ashamed of because it it does happen and that's why I realized that I kind of I I am a beacon for mental health and I think that because a lot of my friends have mental health issues and sometimes they look at me and realize how well I'm doing in certain situations and it gives them hope that, you know, that eventually that they can be better. And, you know, I, I like that idea because, you know, it makes me kind of want to be better and be like, you know, some days or some weeks I just really just feel like either wanted to kill myself or just want to stay in bed all day long and then you know there's sometimes you know where I can go months and months of just being a regular person not having to think about mental health and that's what I want people to achieve but you know I need to get people talking about that a bit more because you know if we pretend it doesn't happen and we ignore it it's not going to get there and that's why I always tell people is that my mental health is always paramount to anything else going on in my life so if that's not working for me I need to figure out what I need to do to fix that even if it causes causes me other difficulties one other thing that I do want to talk about and I will kind of move on from this subject is that um as I've previously stated earlier that you know I carry, carry, carry and collect a lot of like shopping bags and uh, very recently I got a free bag from the Terry Siggins Trust. And if you don't know who Terry Siggins Trust are, they are a HIV um, charity. There's no longer took a pause there. That um, help um, raise awareness about HIV and do testing and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it was a very interesting conversation I had with the lady. And she's just like, yeah, we sent you a bag can you donate and I was just like I can't at the moment but she's like that's fine so long as you just carry the bag you're kind of 
giving people awareness about Terence Egan Strauss and whatnot. And I was just like, oh, yes. And I goes, oh, and I said to her, I remember a couple of years ago when I was at college, I actually did a Terence Higgins drive um, to raise money for new medications and stuff. And I remember that day because I literally, I think most of that day, I did not even go to any of my lessons. I literally just ran around with like a collection tin, collecting as much money as I could and sent it off to the Terence Higgins Trust. And I really like that. And that's where I kind of realized that I also do stand for something else. I do stand for HIV positive and negative people. And I do stand for the fact that, you know, that people are, or not are, but need to be less um, HIV negative about people. And this came about because earlier this year, I dated for about a week or two dated a guy who was HIV positive and you know when I mentioned it to some people they was just like oh no I'd never do that I would never date someone who was positive and I was just like why and they was just like I don't even remember the reasons because I think some of them were kind of you know one or two were just kind of bullshit it's just like I just wouldn't and it's just like but why and it's just like you know, and that's why I was just kind of like, yeah, I, I don't agree with that because, you know, yes, they might be positive, but you don't know how they got to that status. And some people might like be like, oh, it's from them shooting at drugs or it's them from being a slut. And it's just like, there's, there's no need for that. You know, it can happen accidentally. And, you know, when I was 16, I had a HIV scare because a nurse pricked herself and then pricked me with a needle or some stupid shit like that and I was just like so yeah I could have got it accidentally or I could have got it anywhere and you know I don't like this kind of negativity so that's why I'm very much like HIV um positive positive and it's just that you know if someone is HIV and they're interested and you know I'm actually interested in that person I'm not exactly going to turn them away and be like oh you're gross because you've got this illness or whatever it's just like I, I'm not about that I'm I'm about the inclusive not you know excluding people because they have a you know lifelong disease yes it's terrible but you know it's just it, it's just silly to automatically write someone off because of something like that and I think like that probably because you know I would hate for someone to write me off because of my mental health and I would never do that to someone else because I know what it's like to be kind of judged because of one particular thing and I don't necessarily just mean that because of mental health I mean just that in general as a person because I am a man with color and I am you know a mental health issued person I don't know why I said it like that and um you know I would hate for someone to be like yeah I'm not going to date you because of that and that's why I think that you know that's why I also stand for like HIV positive people because you know some some of them are nice some of them are just general people who just happen to make a bad mistake and you know things like that and you know as I record this podcast I can actively say that I know at least five to six people who are HIV positive one or two did get them through very murky circumstances and you know the others are just like you know accidents and I also will say that you know in my time of dating men I have um dated um 
three or four men who are HIV positive. And as I say, it never was a deal breaker for me. And also for those of you who are curious, um, some of them were not even that recent. Some were as long as eight, seven years ago. And some have been as recent as to this year and a couple of years ago. And like I said, it's not something that I automatically, you know, disregard someone as. So yeah, so that's why I say I kind of, I, I stand for stand for stuff and you know and i realize i stand for that by you know using my bags and having little you know discreet advertisers and markers that only certain people will understand and you know i do that because you know i don't want anyone to feel uninclusive because you know in my ideal world everyone would get on with each other everyone would be interested in each other and you know be willing to spend time with each other and not be so selfish and up there and off about everything because that's the kind of person that I am and you know I just like to kind of be be like that so yeah it's not lost on me that you know from last week to this week you know last week I was wondering am I human am I a regular person and then this week I'm kind of talking about all the things that I stand for that are kind of like pro cause but yeah I uh, I, I realise that, you know, in what I talked about last week and what I'm talking about this week, is that there is kind of like a compare and contrast in my general personality, is that, you know, sometimes I can be wondering if I am human and sometimes I can be like, you know, I stand for this, I stand for that. And, um, yeah, it's a very interesting time to be me because, you know, my mind is always changing and, you know, some of these things are just things that just stick with me all day long. That's what I talk about, what I stand for kind of like in social in like you know in terms of the world so what do I kind of stand for and say not today about in my general life well one of the things that I've always done and it's something that's really taken me a long time to realize is that when like I said before when I lost my mind when I got depressed I didn't know who I was and like I said I tried to be normal and that's what I realized I am not normal I will never be normal and I never have been normal I have always been that weird guy there's no sugarcoating it or whatever it's just like i have always just been that weird guy that does weird stuff somewhat all the time and you know i remember as a child i used to like doing tasmanian devil tornadoes in the playground and stuff like that but yeah like i said i always just was myself and always myself was always different and some people be like but you like this and that so it's like yes that is true I like stuff like regular people but generally speaking my whole approach to life and everything is not the same as most people in life and I think that's safe to say in a lot of aspects and that's not not to do with anything to do with just generally my mental health sexuality or anything like that it's just generally how i am as a person that i always do things different to other people and i am perfectly okay with that now in my adult life that you know something that man y would do is not necessarily something that i would do and sometimes i can exaggerate that fact to people and make it seem like a joke 
but sometimes you know it it generally is the way that i am it's just that i'm just not normal and i am perfectly okay with not being normal because i accept it and whatever and that's why i kind of go against you know a lot of traditional kind of values and stuff and always ready to kind of break the ideas and bring in different stuff and that's what I kind of do with a lot of stuff and you know just generally on this podcast some of you might have or might have noticed that every single episode is episode or is named sorry um episode you know one knee Hannah and you know that's my inclusion of my um, language set which currently is English, Japanese and Korean and you know the last two are very basic but you know that's me being me because if you don't know me in real life I actually do frequently switch when I speak to people I say words in English and I say words in Japanese and sometimes now because I'm, I've am i learned some Korean I say things in Korean and that's why you no, you won't. But you know, some people realize that when I talk to my mom, I don't actually call my mom mom. I call I say to my mom Okasan, and she and I've been doing that for so many years now. Is that even when I say that in public or whatever, some people don't understand what the hell I'm saying, but mom automatically understands that when I say that I'm calling her. And you know, like I say, sometimes when I count, I don't even count in English much anymore. I always just go each the son she, and it's just like that's just kind of what I do and to some people that's not necessarily normal or traditional and for me it's you know that's just part of my basic framework now that I can speak and switch up certain words that I've associated with other languages and you know some people find that odd or whatever and I'm just like whatever just roll with it and you know a bigger example is that sometimes you know i do find myself kind of talking out loud quite a bit and um some people seem to think i'm having a conversation with myself and it's just like i'm not it's just like this when i'm talking to you guys i feel like i'm talking to somebody and it's just like sometimes i'm just saying what i'm thinking out loud because sometimes when you say your thoughts out loud it kind of gives them a room to breathe and that's what i do and some people find that strange because some people are too much in their own head whereas i you know, if I feel like I need to say my thoughts out loud, I say it out loud, so then it actually gives them a voice, and then some of the more, you know, out there and more stranger ones can kind of be like, why did you think that? Why did you have this for? And I'm just like, because I feel whatever. And that's just me going against the norms, because, you know, I, I hate, I hate and hated this idea and I still hate it, that you have to be a Pacific way. And, you know, when I was coming to terms with, like, who I am sexually, I was just like, well, I can't be that way because I'm not like that. And then I realized the minute I thought that for, I was just like, well, you're not like anybody, so why can't you be different? And that's why I kind of stand for, like, individuality and, you know, not for you know automatically you know putting yourself into this kind of like mold of what society thinks that you should be as this kind of person and for 
some of us that's very hard because you know for me being a gay man of color with mental health problems i'm automatically who also has learning difficulties i should also mention that that you know that i have you know three four kind of molds that i should automatically fit to but some of those modes overlap and it's just like no i'm not going to be that person i'm just going to move on i'm going to be a completely different person than what people think i should be and that's why i kind of realized um recently it's just that you know if i had to go back to school and do everything again and try to be someone else i wouldn't i really wish that you know that i kind of had this mindset you know 15 18 years ago where it's just like you know just be yourself accept who you are and you know if no one likes you they don't like you but what i found is that you know by being me people like me because i am very much out of the box i am very much all over the place and i'm very much out there as i previously said people found thought it was crazy that i was going to south korea by myself because that's something that they would never do and you know I'm frequently doing stuff that people would never do because to me, I'm not trying to stand out. I'm just being me and that's what I want to do. And that's why I think that too many people I know play their life straight and safe. Whereas I'm just like, well, I'm just going to do this and see what the fuck happens and just roll with it. And um, I find that makes my life a little bit more interesting and in certain aspects, yes, I can be quite predictable and quite boring, but um, not every single thing that I do has to be like the same as everybody. And that's why I it, I, I kind of did this episode, it's just that to, to point out to people, it's just that, you know, that, you know, you can stand for stuff without realizing it and you can be yourself without worrying people are going to judge you and you know so long as you know you don't back down from the person that you are you should always just kind of fight for it so yeah so that kind of just brings me to what i the last thing i want to talk about it's just that for me i am forever fighting for something and what I've realized in adult life, post-depression stuff, is that I'm always fighting to be happy. And, you know, I think back to when I was a child and I always think to myself, what did I want when I was dead? And I look back now and I'm just like, that's not exactly what I wanted. But, you know, I, I try to just generally make myself feel happy and live my day in that general happiness. And when that goes away i fight like hell to get that happiness back so the biggest for instance at the moment is that i'm unhappy with several things in my life so i am going to fix them um i don't want to say what because i don't know who might or may not be listening but you know one of the things that i can safely say without any hesitation is that one of the things i don't like in my life at the moment is my my job situation so i'm going to change that as soon as possible and make that you know a nice kind of okay balance again and another thing that i don't like about my life that i can actively do something about is the way that i am using my time and you know i have 
as I sit in this room, I have a million things around me, whether it's movies, books, games, whatever. And, you know, I had an interest in all these things. That's why I own them. And I'm not doing them anymore because I am actively wasting my own time doing things that I shouldn't be doing, like sitting on my phone, flicking through websites when, you know, I could be spending five or an hour, you know, reading a book that I've had sitting on my shelf for three years or watching a movie I bought a year ago. And, you know, that's something I want to actually do to try to make myself more happier because I just want to be happy in every single aspect of my life. And, you know, once I find, you know, little pockets of happiness, I have things to look forward to and it kind of makes me feel more energetic about my life. So... Yeah, and that's one of the things that I, I I I will love and try to encourage all my friends to do is that, you know, fight for your happiness. Don't just think that, well, this is life, I kind of guess I have to accept it. Yes, sometimes there are things that we have to kind of be like, well, that's life, it sucks, move on. But, you know, I think that sometimes, you know, that you know, that we have to be happy. Otherwise, you know, we are just going to go through life miserable. And if we're fortunate enough, we're going to go through this life miserable for another, well, since I'm 30 now, another uh, 50 years, if I'm lucky, and try to be happy and try to be a little bit more excitable and try to enjoy what we do. And, you know, try not to, you know, settle for the mundane because you know I know a lot of people you know they don't like their jobs they don't like what they're doing sometimes they don't even like the people they are with and it's just like come on people let's try to make ourselves a little bit more happy and you know it all starts with you so fight for your life and fight for your your life your way just as I'm doing every single day of my life because there is nothing and I say this, this is nothing that someone can do or say that will stop me from trying to get the happy life that I deserve and that we all deserve. So if you're listening to me, take these words and take them very well. Is that sometimes you've got to fight for what you want. And if you need to do something drastic, do it. But I am not saying this. Do not do something illegal because I am not condoning it. I'm just saying, try to make yourself happy whichever way that you possibly can. And, you know, sometimes the little bit of happiness can come from such little things. And just learn to appreciate yourself and your life. And, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I don't really have any else things to kind of end that with. So just basically just just find out what makes you happy and be happy. Or if that's not what your goal is to be in life, if your goal is to be successful, fight to be successful. Or if your goal is just to be the best mother, dad, writer, whatever, just do it. Just try to fight for that goal because sometimes just fighting for it can make you feel happier the more you think that you want 
because sometimes along the way we can get nice surprises that can kind of jog us and realize that sometimes what we actually want is not always what we exactly what we wanted and sometimes I do feel that sometimes I want this and I want that and then sometimes I don't but um, I never stop trying and never stop fighting so you know if you want respect fight for it if you want a better job get it and if you want just to be like me the beacon of hope of mental health and LGB rights and who fights for and stands up for HIV positive people just do your best that you can and do whatever feels right to you because you know sometimes doing the right thing isn't always easy sorry to get all kind of like after school special but um that's just kind of why I wanted to end the segment and just kind of be upbeat and motivatable music motivational person not music Jesus Christ I'm not going to edit that out I'm just going to leave it in so I'm sorry about that but anyway I'll be right back right after this <laughs> And we're back. Okay, so let's move on to the rinse and throwback of the week. Okay, so what am I going to do first? Rinse or throwback? Okay, let's just stick with the status quo. Let's stick with the rid the rinse. And you know what? No, I'm going to, like I said, I'm not going to be traditional. I'm going to flip it this time. So this time, I'm going to do my throwback uh, in the middle and then I'm going to end on one of my rinses yeah that sounds good to me so let's do that so essentially where i said earlier in the episode where i kind of was weird and trying to do something else that kind of connects a little bit to my throwback because it was a conversation that i was having with one of my friends at work and we were talking about how a lot of things are coming back into style and fashion and how things that were once cool are becoming cool again because you know when you're a teenager you're just trying to be so cool and so popular and all that kind of bugs and it's just like i really wish that wasn't the way but that's just human that's just human nature we all want to be liked we all, all want people to be the person that people admire i mean we still chase that in adulthood so that's why i have the most unpopular podcast in history Ding. I shouldn't have done that. I could actually just have put the effect in if I found it, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so um, one of the things that we talked about was a musical artist. And um, we were talking about, oh yeah, do you remember when everyone listened to them? And it's just like, yeah, because everyone who listened to them, they were so cool. So um, don't be vague. So um, my throwback of the week this week is actually an album. Um, not really a long one. Um, but yeah, my throwback of this week is... Collision Course by Jay Z and Linkin Park. So, yeah, so as you probably can guess, me and a me and the friend at work were talking about Linkin Park and how back when I was a teenager, everyone was saying how, you know, if you were listening to them, you were kind of cool because everyone was kind of getting into this kind of like 
rock bandy kind of vibe and that was all right that was cool um i don't necessarily listen to much rock band music anymore except for a few artists but that's mainly because they're old now but um yeah at the time it was all right and it's all right now you know lord chester rest in peace but um yeah, it was kind of interesting because, you know, this whole album was kind of like a mixture of the two genres that was kind of popular at my school. It's just like either you were into rock music or you're into rap and R&B and then they kind of fused them together and then made this very amazing album. And, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, I can be cool because I can do both of those things. And, um, yeah, so I chose the whole album because um, it doesn't feel right to kind of just pick one of those songs when, you know, after over 16 years, is it 16 years? I don't know how long ago it came out. I can't remember. But however long it's been, I still listen to that whole album in its entirety. I don't necessarily just pick one song and listen to it. Unless... No, I really don't. Because a lot of people know what Nam Encore and I was just like, yeah, that's cool. But I still like all the other, you know, the other five songs that are around it that are nicely matched up together. And um, yeah, so at work that same day, I found it on Spotify because it is on Spotify, but you have to literally search for it by the title because you can't go to Linkin Park and find it on their page. I don't know why. And I put it on and everyone's just like, oh, what is this? I don't know who this. And it's just like, really? It's like, for me, this is so old. But um, yeah, so that's why I kind of put on the whole, um, the whole album. And the thing is, a lot of people didn't realize what it was. And then they started... A lot of people started singing the Jay-Z bits and then some people at my workplace were singing the Linkin Park bits and then it's just like, okay, I know what this is now. And um, yeah, it went down very, very well and um, everyone enjoyed it. So yeah, so that's why I chose it this week and um, it was when I was trying to chase the cool. So uh, my throwback is Linkin Park and Jay-Z collision course. All right, so this now we're going to go to the rinse of the rinses of the week. And as I can see, my timer is timing down, so I've got to be this very brief. So, um, this week, uh, we once again are back on the K-pop. However, this week, I am going to do something different. Um, I'm picking two K-pop songs, obviously. However, what I am doing this week, um, I don't know if anyone noticed. That's what I should have done there. Sorry. You don't know what I'm talking about because I've already said I'm going to cut it. But, yeah. So, essentially, if you did go to the ByFace website because I completely forgot to put it on socials, uh, that there is the K-pop playlist that I mentioned all the way back in my Where Are You From video, video, episode, jeez. And um, yeah, so that's actually up there now. So if you go to the Byface website and go to the playlist and then go to the K-pop volume one page, you will see that there is a Spotify playlist with 14 songs on it, as well as, as promised, the YouTube videos for the accompanying songs. So even if you don't have Spotify, you can watch the music videos. And I think that if you're hearing me talk about K-pop and you listen to this uh, podcast and you every week and you're just like, why does it keep going on about it? You know, just watch the, the, the video playlist and just watch some of the music videos. Some of them are random and some of them are like really like artistic and really well done and you know have nice you know dance moves and whatever so yes that's why i kind of do it see see i gotta stop going on tangents because when i go on tangents i start going around it but yeah so that's up so yeah so my point was is that also this week i'm going to put up my k-pop volume 2 playlist with the official spotify playlist and youtube playlist because um recently a lot of the artists that were on that playlist have released new singles and um so yes i've made another playlist and so yeah so you guys can listen to that and 
two of the songs that I'm picking today will also be on that so you can watch the music videos that accompany them and um yeah and because I've delayed this playlist so long like I said they've released new singles and because a lot of those songs came out like right we're in December so they came out about August September and then I didn't post until October and then now we're in December it's about time so yeah and um yeah there will be two Christmas songs on there as well because you know K-pop actually do do Christmas songs as well so look forward to that so yay okay sorry so enough rambling about what I'm going to do because that was should have been in a whole different segment let me actually get on to my rinses of the week so rinse number one um is a K-pop song and it is by the boys who recently won a K-pop award for best newcomer because they I think they've only officially been out for one year and they've had three singles and I love them all. Um, what were they called? The Boys? No, The Boy. The Boy, Giddy Up, right here. And then I've picked their new single for the rinse of the week, uh, No Air. <laughs> Okay, so I chose this song because mainly because when I first heard it, um, it just kind of stuck in my head. And even as I talk about it now, because you guys will hear the clip and then hear my talking, I'm literally listening to the song in my head. And I love the fact, and I love the dancing actually, to be quite honest with you, you know, because it's a 12 boy, 12 member boy band, and it's just like they've got very nice dance moves for a nice slow song, and it's interesting. And I really like it. And, you know, I just constantly just hear the no air bit in my hair. Because it's a little different than, you know, what you think I normally would associate with that word no air. Because I automatically think of the Chris Brown Jordan Spark song. But now I automatically think of this song because I like it. And, um, yeah, I just like it because it's, 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 it's just, it's just nice. It's just nice. I really wish I could think of better adjectives to describe it, but um, I can't. So, uh, my rinse number one is The Boys Nowhere. So, let's get on to number two. So, my second rinse of the week is from um, a girl band, K-pop girl band that I only recently got into. Um, They are featured on... Well, actually, both of them were featured on my K-pop mix volume one. Um, But yeah, so this song is a little bit weird when I looked at the translation because I was just like, hmm, okay. And then I also found out that they made a English version of this song as well. And I was just like, I don't really like it in English. In English, it sounds kind of stupid. But in Korean, it sounds so nice. But um, yeah, they, there is an English version. So um, my second rinse of the week is um, Red Velvet's uh, Really Bad Boy. And um, in a way, it's kind of a sequel to another song they did earlier. Earlier, was it this year or last year? Yeah, cause, or something like that. They released a song called Bad Boy. And that was slightly different to that. It was more of a... It was more of a slow jam and, you know, it was kind of, that was kind of interesting because, you know, when I actually listened to the translations and it's just like, oh, 
Okay, so they 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 so basically they're basically saying that they're enough. They're so hot. And whereas this one's kind of like you know they they're talking about how he's someone's a really, you know, and you know they say oh my god in it. And it's just like ooh, you don't really hear people saying oh my god much in songs anymore because the blasphemy. But I guess you can get away with that in Korea, I think. But yeah, um, the main reason why this song kind of got into my head is the is literally the. The, the the last note of it, the last couple of notes of it and the dance that they do in the music video to it that I just kind of automatically think of is the little horns bit and that's why it kind of got stuck in my head. So I literally would listen to Nowhere and then listen to this right afterwards and they would both get stuck in my head and, you know, even now as I talk of it once again, it's kind of playing in my head. But, you know, um, so yeah, so that's why I chose it. And, um, yeah, I really do like this song because I actually find it's not necessarily like one of the kind of like you know your classic kind of you know it's really important like deep meaning songs it's um just kind of like one of those songs that you know you can just listen to him and be like oh my god he's really bad he's a really bad boy he's a really 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 bad boy and you know if i wanted to you know i could say it's symbolism about myself that some people might consider me bad because you know i just do what i want and you know Maybe not. Who knows? But symbolism. Oh gosh. Like I said, sometimes you know you like things because you like it. I just like it. And um, you know, listen to other songs in this playlist, like you know, Yes or Yes, which is also another fun song. And um, you know, Simon says that's also a very nice song because I actually do love love the, the beat for that because it's kind of badass. And um. Yeah, so just generally listen to that playlist. So when this comes out, hopefully on the Tuesday night or Tuesday, whatever, and then listen and wait for the playlist, which I try to get up by the end of the week. Um, so hopefully uh, Thursday, Friday. Well, I don't have to fingers crossed because I already I've already got the playlist. Just got to get the video. So hopefully I can get that. I'll probably do that after recording this, so then I'm not going to be a delay and not be a liar. So at least that will be on the website um, by the end of the week. And um, yeah, that's the show. I won't once again apologize for kind of rambling towards the end, but I've can I kind of realized something halfway through, which I'm not going to spoil because next week is our series one finale. So that one's a very interesting episode. So look out for that and also look out for my social medias so oh yeah that's what i forgot to do i've got to go to the general plug so as you already know i am fabes and you can reach me at byfabes at gmail.com if you want to send me an email a question comment whatever uh, i also would love for everyone to rate and subscribe to me on apple Podcasts if you do not do so already and on spotify because hopefully when this episode eventually gets on there and someone's listening on there please subscribe um also if you want to reach me on the socials i am by faves at no i am just by faves on um facebook instagram and twitter there we go those are the socials and you can see what i'm doing on there when i remember to post i'm sorry i'm trying to get better at it it's just life man it's just it's just just hard and um yeah and of course my website is byfabes.com and where you can get all your podcasts get all my media and also get uh the k-pop playlist volumes one and two 
including the music video playlist so you can sit back and watch the watch how 12 boys dance in motion and kind of move as one and that's not something I said that's something that someone else said which I think I'm very much paraphrasing badly but anyway I have taken up enough of your time and you know once again we've got this episode down to a little bit shorter so but hopefully but maybe and most likely next week's one might be a bit longer I might try to keep it the same but anyway with uh, Red Velvet's Really Bad Boy to play us out I have been Fabes so I'm going to say XO Fabes Johnny everybody oh my God!